What is up? Coming to you live from the Cat House in Montebello, California. It's time. It's time. It's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. The February 10th edition. The Monday edition. The day after the Academy Awards edition. How is everybody doing tonight? It's it's that time. I'm flying solo once more. Uh, I, I didn't feel like summoning in Mr. J.T. Polidor. Uh, didn't want to summon uh, Pete Malini. I'm not sure if he watched the Oscars. Um, it's it, it just me. Uh, the, my, my wonderful, lovely wife, Rosa Limon, is hanging out with our little boy, little tiger. He just turned. One, I, don't know if, oh, I don't know if you guys picked that up. He, he, he's in the background letting us know he's doing his little tiger roars. He just turned one month yesterday. He is one month. He got the little Elmo sticker right here. He is one month old as of yesterday. Time flies when you're a parent. It, it, it is crazy. It, 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 I don't know. Time is a relative concept. I'm sure all of my parents out there, you guys are already aware of this. Time is just such a relative concept. One month, and one part of my brain, it feels like it's been one week, and the other part of my mind, it feels like it's been three months. But no, in the actual scale of measure time, it has just been one whole month of our little boy. It's been one month since, since our little guy joined us our, our little two our family of two became three or if we count the cats our family of four turned into five and it's a uh, it's been it's been a hectic we, we're, we're starting to kind of get a rhythm with our little guy hey hey boy they're walking on by hi son i'm on the air daddy's on the air oh he's so cute it's like you can almost see me yeah, something else i was learning like, yeah he can only see so far like he's looking at me but i think he's just looking at the blur that sounds like his father. <laughs> it, it, fascinating. Uh, children. Yeah. Uh, last, last week, we, we, we had our first poo-splosion. <laughs> uh, my, my poor wife had to catch the flack of that. I, I've been waiting for, for mine. I know my, my time is coming. I, I, I've, I've mentally prepared for, for the literal whirlwind of, of shit. Uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. But you know what was really cool though this past weekend? Because we got to do some baby talk off the bat here. Um, uh, my 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 wife and I and, and our little our little one we went out we we actually st- all three of us stepped out of the house for the first time, which was not a doctor's visit. Uh, we went to go get our taxes done. We want to get that get that out of the way early. It's a it's our first time filing taxes as a as a as a married couple, and uh, yeah that 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 was an adventure, uh, <laughs> and that, that it was all my fault. Th- thanks, covered California. Um, but uh, the, the, the fun thing that happened, like, so I, I, I was basically taking care of the, the little dude while my wife was, was handling mo- most of the affairs. And uh, I'm sitting there and we, we had him in, like, we brought him in with the car seat and he was just sitting there. And I got the, the best cacophony of pictures, like, across a seven minute span showing his entire range of emotions. My, my, our little boy has the most expressive face. It, it's like, I'm sure lots of other parents feel this way about their, oh, like, oh, my little one's special. Well, well to us, to, to me and my wife, our little dude is so special and amazing. I, I got you know, so many cute photos, and one that just made my wife and I laugh for 15 minutes. Our, our, our little boy is a hilarious young man. Uh, close friends, if you if you want some of those photos, you have to contact me directly because our, our little boy is not really going up on social media. Uh, there has to be something exceptional for, for us to post something on social media for our little boy. But for, for my close friends, I will send you all the photos that you care for <laughs> or all the photos you can stand, <laughs> which I'm sure for most of you, you, you will not mind being deluged with photos. But yeah, 
That's going on. Little boy's one month old. I'm sure he'll be one year old before we know it. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, he's, he's running around. He's tearing through all my nerd shit. Oh my God. We have to hide everything. <laughs> Put pads on everything. But no, we have time. We have time. Trying not to panic. There is no panic in this world. Honestly, the only people right now that should be panicking are people who work for GameStop. Uh, uh, something I meant to touch on with, with Mr. Jai T. Polidor when he was here last week, but we didn't get to touch upon it. Uh, there's a YouTuber out there, which, which I, I, it's almost inspired me to want to put up a bunch of, you know, uh, 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 tea-spilling uh, stories about GameStop from, from my years of working there and my years observing them from from my from my perch at Nintendo. Uh, I've seen a lot of crazy shit. And I just want to spill some tea now while they're while they're while they're in the public zeitgeist and before they go out of business. Because yeah, apparently it's been revealed internally that they had there is a bankruptcy plan. Because yeah, those fools are going bankrupt. I mean, we already know they're morally bankrupt, but apparently they're going to be financially bankrupt anytime soon. Which my boss at work, he uh, he has said many times, he's very concerned. That uh, th- this is gonna affect the game industry more than people realize. Like uh, I know a lot of people are, are rooting for that boat to sink, and yeah, and 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 some cases justifiably so. That w- when that boat sinks, good. Uh, in some cases, it, it'll rid the world of a terrible place full of terrible people. But unfortunately, it's gonna have such an effect on the game industry that people don't realize. As my boss has been harping upon that for 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 the last uh, year. He keeps wondering. He's like, oh man. He's like, he, he's hoping they don't go out of business because it, 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 he he says uh, GameStop going out of business is tantamount to killing the physical media of video games. I I I think he's being a bit extremist. I think maybe he's may, maybe thinking more long term. We're like, oh yeah, this will make sure that physical media dies within the next five to ten years as far as video games goes. But yeah, it's like I I I want to see that boat sink, but I also don't want to see the the repercussions of like if it does go down, that video games as far as the retail space goes will may get shuffled backwards to where they were in the '80s, which is uh, for for a lot of people that's not going to be a great thing. If, if and as I've harped upon many times on this podcast, uh, the the death of physical media is is a bad thing for gaming, especially if gaming goes all digital. Many people are like, oh, gaming goes all digital, it's going to be awesome. No, it's it's not good. Uh, uh, if everything goes uh, digital media rights, then we, we no longer have control over games. It, it's all in the control of the publishers, and that's bad for consumers. Uh, we'll do another episode like that where I just dedicate to the, the hey, remember, end user license agreement. I, think, I don't know if Sam is still watching. We, we dedicated a whole episode of that uh, a year or two ago where I, I talked about how, yeah, I don't know, the through the internet... These publishers have a lot more control over us than, than, than we realize. We give up a lot of control when we skip the end user agreement. So, GameStop, yeah, they're in trouble. Uh, you can go on YouTube. There's a, there's this dude, uh, Camelot. He's a former GameStop manager, and he's like, people just keep feeding him information, and he keeps throwing them under the bus at every opportunity. There's a great video I watched over the weekend where he talked about how GameStop HR actively just fires people. And like they'd rather fire the person complaining than fire the person being complained against because it's cheaper to replace a, uh, a part-time employee than it is to replace a manager. So they'd rather keep the terrible human because they won't have to like train up a new manager. They'd rather, Oh, that person who's working 10 hours a week. Yeah. Go ahead and fire that person. Yeah. Bad humans, terrible humans. I, uh, yes, I, I have three tours of duty where I've seen all that kind of nonsense. Uh, there'll be separate videos maybe focused on that I, I don't know if I want to dedicate an entire episode to, to setting fire to GameStop but just I wanted to bring that up since that's been in the zeitgeist lately but the biggest thing currently right now 
in popular culture. Now, the, the Oscars, that happened last night. Uh, my wife and I watched the majority of it yesterday. It was like, uh, We watched a lot of the, the pre-show. Cause, uh, if you guys didn't know, my, my wife, she works in costumes. She loves costumes. So a, a lot of these... Uh, Outfits that the, the the celebrities show up in, they're tantamount to being costumes. I mean, they cost as much as a costume. They take as much time to create as many costumes. So my, my wife was in, certainly enjoying all that, especially seeing one of her favorites, uh, Billy Porter, in, in the magnificent gown that he was wearing. Holy crap. The man exudes fashion and loudness and energy. He, he, he has pure energy, and people... Uh, don't realize, and and I, I we missed the open because I, I we were trying to skip some of the other pre-show. We're like, oh, we can only take so much, and then we, we missed the, I guess the opening number where Janelle Monae and Billy Porter were doing some sort of uh, hooray for Hollywood music. We're gonna have to go find it on the YouTube. We didn't look at it for it last night because you know we're parents and we're trying to contain a a one month old child, but we did manage to watch most of the show. Uh, one of our, our our personal favorites, Taika Waititi, he he wound up winning the Oscar for the Best Adapted Screenplay, which I was actually a little shocked that it was an adapted screenplay, that there, there was a book about a boy with his imaginary friend, Adolf Hitler. I I honestly kind of thought, I'm like, this is a crazy thought that Taika would have. No, apparently it's a crazy thought that someone else wrote a book on, and Taika was like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> and yeah, I, I love the fact that now he, he is the, the, the possessor of, of an Oscar, and uh, this morning, I saw on Twitter, that if you if you go on Brie Larson's Twitter account, there's a great video where like she took video of Taika like, stuffing his Oscar under the seat in front of him. Because <laughs> he's like, what do I do with this thing? <laughs> he's like, all right, I have this thing now. I, where do I? I, I guess I'm going to stick it in the seat underneath. I just don't want to hold it the whole time. He didn't want to be like Ricky Bobby. like, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my Oscar? I don't know. It's so great because like, you see in this video, like he sees that Brie Larson is filming him and he gives her like a little bit of a stink eye and it's just comedy. It's, Taika, even when he's not trying to be funny, he's hilarious. It, it's a great video. You go, go on. It's all over Twitter right now. The, it's, all, it's on Brie Larson's. Like, she took the video and it's pretty funny. Uh, one, of the, one of the little things that, that surprised me during the Oscars, like, they're doing this montage of, uh, of Oscar-winning songs. And I, I don't know if it was, like, a, a secret. I don't know if nobody knew it was going to happen. But, like, they're doing this montage of, of Oscar-winning songs. And then they... they And out of nowhere, uh, at least to me, that was a shock. I, I had not heard that he was going to be... Eminem came out and performed Lose Yourself. And... Out, and... My favorite part of the song was not necessarily... The performance was fine. I mean, the poor guy had to work with a freaking backtrack and the... It, it, it was, they clearly, it was, I think it was a surprise because they clearly, there was no rehearsal because <laughs> it looked like it was all over the place. But the reaction, the, the, the crowd shots were the best part of that performance. I don't know if that video is on YouTube or not. I hope it is. I want to go back and watch because you see all the, all the people who are about, you know, in the, the 30 to 40 range, just losing their shit. Just rapping along with them. And then there's, there's a quick stopover at Martin Scorsese. <laughs> And you see him, he's just kind of just like falling asleep and out of it. He's like, this is noise. I don't like noise. I'm old. <laughs> and he's just like malfunctioning. <laughs> and then like in the background, it's like spaghetti, 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 eight mile, eight mile. <laughs> Sadly, I can only hear Dave Chappelle's version of Lose Yourself in my head. <laughs> because that's how my brain works. <laughs> this morning, as I was... 
preparing breakfast and, and washing dishes, I just kept going, spaghetti, 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 ain't my motherfucking ain't my. I was <laughs> doing my, my Chappelle voice. So th- thanks for that. Before. But it was like, I, I love that he, like, Eminem doesn't look like young Eminem anymore. He, he's just like old man Eminem with his dark hair and and just rocking the hat and just like, he looks like a fully grown adult now. He doesn't just look like a pre-present dude who spits fire. He's he's a grown man who's seen shit now, and he's an adult. And I, I as I'm sure Jai can attest, I'm sure his new music is is very attuned to that grown man. I've seen shit, and I'm going to tell you about shit now that I'm older. Kind of music, but it, it was it was pretty cool because like, as like as they, they they were winding down all those little, little all these like you know Oscar winning song, I was like wait. Are they gonna play "Lose Yourself"? I'm like, oh yeah, "Lose Yourself" did win an Oscar for best song. Yeah, I'm like, that'd be cool if Eminem came out and then, Detroit, Detroit, what? <laughs> that, that 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 was really cool. Um, but uh, I think my my favorite person the the entire night was the director of Parasite, and uh, forgive me, I didn't write down his name. I, I I'm very ill prepared for for today's show. I'm like. My, my my format was hastily put together, but the director of Parasite. It was, every time they won an award, he was up. He was just so funny through his translator. <laughs> he was like the first time. I was like, okay, I guess something like uh, they 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 won for uh, I believe it was best original screenplay, or or it was either it was either best original screenplay or best international film. He's like, oh, like oh, thank you so much. I'm going to drink all night, and then he wins best director, and he's like, oh. I'm gonna not stop drinking. <laughs> it's like you kept making a reference to like he's just gonna get shit faced tonight. He's like, oh, got two Oscars. This is awesome. And at the end of the night, you get to best picture, and all of a sudden, boom! Everybody, everybody thought it was gonna be 1917. Nah, boom! Parasite, best picture. And I just thought, oh, I'm like, my response is like, oh man, that dude's gonna drink till he's blind. And then my wife coming in sniper style, just like. He's going to drink until he speaks English. And I'm like, yep, that's hilarious. That's going on the internet right now. It's on, it's on my Twitter and it's on my Facebook. Right now, it's like that whole interaction during the, the best picture. It's like, yep, that dude's going to drink until he speaks English. It's just, it's all, I, I need to see that movie. I, I don't know when I'll get to see it. If, when that movie shows up on a, on HBO or if it shows up on Netflix or wherever it, wherever it eventually lands, uh, I'm sure that's when uh, myself and my wife will, will, will get a chance to consume it. I know people are running out to watch it illegally last night. I'm sure uh, Jai T. Polidor here, I'm sure you ran out and illegally downloaded it onto your phone as you are wont to do. And I'm, I'm sure you you, in, you have already enjoyed it m- multiple times or you didn't enjoy it. I, I don't know. I, I didn't get to see any tweets or Facebook status updates where you discussed it other than all the slagging you did of the uh, <laughs> of the Oscars yesterday. Um, yeah. Where... Uh, was it a, 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 why can't I remember her name? Like Maya Rudolph and blank. Blank looked like an eel. She looked like lasagna. Her, Kristen Wiig, thank you, from the, the wife sniping from the other room. Kristen Wiig looked like an eel. She looked like lasagna. She, the, it was a very interesting choice of dress. Uh, I, I, I don't know who sent her out like that. I don't know who is responsible for that, but that person needs to be spoken to. <laughs> that was, I, poor life choices. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I know you were running smack about that last night, Mr. Jai T. Polidor. I don't know if you're still on. It says right here that you are watching, or is watching, or was watching. 
who knows which one it is here on Facebook Live. Yeah, but Parasite, uh, I kept hearing about it, and it was, it was crazy. I think during the, the when they when they were doing all the best picture montage, I think those clips they showed in there, I think I looked over at my wife, I'm like, what the hell? Like, like the, the clips in that montage, out like, they, they were very out of context. Like, I, for those of you who watched Mad Men back in the day, it's like, Mad Men was always notorious for, like, the uh, next week on Mad Men. They gave you everything completely out of context, and you had no idea what was going on. You're like, what in the world? So, the, the montage of clips they play for Parasite during the Best Picture montage, and I'm like... I don't understand what's happening. Why is there a person tied up in a basement? What are they doing with that person in the basement? What's going on? Why are they squirting hot sauce on a tampon? That is very weird and out of context. I'm equally confused and intrigued by this film. I don't know. What is that? Just whoever was editing that, uh, if their goal was mass confusion and curiosity, uh, achievement unlocked. Well, well done, editor. <laughs> just let's just pick out some wacky ass shit here. Because this thing's about to win Best Picture. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I saw all across my Facebook timeline and Twitter, people were like, well, time to watch it. And I learned this morning, uh, I had already seen one of the films of the director, uh, Snowpiercer, which I don't know if any of y'all have seen Snowpiercer. That is a crazy-ass movie. <laughs> that movie is wild. So if, if Parasite is anywhere near that, I, I'm sure that that's going to be a ride which requires a seatbelt and possibly a barf bag. Uh I, I look forward to my eventual watching of that. Uh, something else that uh, that did Holland and Oscar today, and which uh, my wife actually got to watch today while I was off at work, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I It was on sale yesterday on Amazon. I realized I hadn't gotten it yet, and I, I like to own all of uh, Quentin Tarantino's movies. So I was like, hey, look, it's only like 16 bucks on Amazon. I'm like, let me get it. Ordered it, showed up today. My wife popped it on, and she got to watch it today because she was not trying to watch anything, like, super crazy violent. But that movie was only violent for, like, ten minutes at the end. Tops? There, there, there's, some, there's some graphic <laughs> some graphic deaths, but it's about five, ten minutes because the, the rest of the movie, uh, some people say boring. I say very intriguing following the story. Like, I kept wondering what's going to happen next when I, when I originally watched it. I think I'm going to pop it on here either tonight or tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna watch it again because I saw it. When I saw it back in the theaters, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that film. That hence why I, I, I bought it yesterday. I was like, even the Oscar preview, I'm like, you know what? I, I haven't bought this yet. It's Oscar days. It's awesome. Usually, a lot of these Oscar winning movies or Oscar nominated movies are going to be a, a, available on, if they're already on Blu-ray. They're going to be on sale. And lo and behold, there was a, there was a, there was a nice little Amazon coupon, so I picked it up and. My wife got to watch it today, and then she, she gave it a thumbs up. She really enjoyed it. And, of course, you know, Brad Pitt. Some people say it was a uh, Lifetime Achievement Oscar. Uh, I, I dare say he did a really good job. I, I really enjoyed old cra crazy stuntman Cliff Booth, the, the, the man who carries the load, <laughs> so to speak, for, uh, for, for Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton, if I remember correctly. But, uh, yeah, his character was really cool. I know there was a... I remember when that when that movie came out, a lot of people were making a, a big deal about, oh, he beat up Bruce Lee. Oh, that's not cool. It's like, I don't know if that was, like... That was more like a fantasy sequence, I think, in Cliff Booth's head while he was, you know, fixing the roof of Rick's house and he was, like, imagining himself beating up Bruce Lee. At, at the end of the day, it's just a movie. It's, it's, it's all, you know, wacky good fun. It, this is... Lately, a lot of... 
Q's movies have been a bit of revisionist history. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. He's writing movies to have a good time. He's not doing documentaries. He, he's not saying that this crazy stuntman could beat up Bruce Lee. He's just having fun. This is just... He, he changed... Uh, much like in Inglorious Bastards, he changed history in this movie as well. That so make things a little bit more fun and or pleasant. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. I'm sure, like, but you know, Brad Pitt got it. You know, best supporting actor. And you know, it was really cool. And he gave a really funny speech. He, apparently, I, I need. I guess I need to go track down. Th- thanks to the power of the internet, we can go track down all the all the the award winning speeches. Apparently, he's been going around giving out hilarious speeches uh, throughout all the various awards where he he has won. Uh, throughout this award season, so that that was really cool. I I, I was very happy that uh, at least well, I, I think they got one other Oscar. I think they got the set design or the production design Oscar because damn, they they transformed modern Los Angeles somehow through hook or crook, through computers and through however other means they can they transformed current Los Angeles into you know seventies LA, which was really cool in my opinion. I, I thought that as as pretty awesome. Uh, I, I'm hoping that this uh, this DVD has some cool little featurettes. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to pop that in at some point during the week. Uh, something else that was really cool. Uh, something else I, I, I learned uh, uh, as because we you know I was perusing the Twitter as we were watching the the award show, and and now I'm a, a Laura Dern like one. I, I guess it never occurred to me. I, you know, sometimes I can be quite intelligent. Other times I can be incredibly dense. It's, 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 um, as my wife says, it's the beautiful Libra in me. She's like, you're so smart, but you're also so dumb. I'm like, I'm not too smart and I'm not too dumb. <laughs> I'm not an asshole about being smart and I'm not too much of a complete idiot. But I lie somewhere in that nebulous middle. I didn't know that Laura Dern was the daughter of Bruce Dern. <laughs> like, huh. That, that was one thing I learned yesterday. And the second thing I learned about Laura Dern was she kind of got blackballed from Hollywood for a good decade or so. Uh, when, when she was on the uh, uh, Ellen's original sitcom, when, when she was the, the, the female significant other to Ellen, when Ellen came out, apparently that got her kind of like barred from Hollywood because good old homophobic uh, Hollywood back then in the 90s was like, oh, dude, get her out of here. We can't have any of this gay stuff around here. Yeah, it's 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 insane. I, and I was reading how like the the writer of that episode won uh, and won an Emmy and then didn't really work again. And I was like, huh, fucking crazy ass Hollywood. Obviously nowadays I think things are start tr- starting to turn the other way. Uh, thankfully, hashtag Me Too, hashtag all those other uh, all the other things where we're trying to turn things around here. But man. I was tripping out on that, and then, but it's good. She she kicked so much ass in Marriage Story, which I I have not watched. I my my wife knocked it out last week, or the week before, and she said it was amazing. That I need to sit down and watch it. Uh, I, I, I in my current emotional state, I I've been far too emotional watching movies. I, I've had like I think last week I was just trying to watch a bunch of dumb guy movies, and and just to try not to trigger my 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 my, my daddy emotions, but. You know what was weird? In watching a bunch of, you know, uh, dumb guy movies, it's like, man, I, I, I don't enjoy those as much as I did when I was 20. I mean, like, I, I went back and I watched uh, the original Bad Boys. And, man, uh, it's it amazing how the mind's eye can change over time. I was like, 
I understand that, you know, they're they're supposed to bitch at each other the whole movie because that's that's the way, you know, partners bitch at each other. I mean, like me, me and my, 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 my bestie, J.T. Potter, we've always joked that he, he, he is the he's the Mike Lauer to my Marcus Burnett. And we, we've always had that kind of relationship. But I don't think I've ever given him that, that kind of shit, the way that the two characters treat each other in Bad Boys 1. And then subsequently, I watched Bad Boys 2 right after. And it's like the amount of just like. Pulling down the pants and crapping on each other. I'm like, I, I, I tease my boy Jai and he teases me back, but we, we don't kick each other in the dick like like they're kicking, <laughs> like verbally or sometimes physically. They're trashing each other. And I was just like, oh, man. This, this, I mean, again, then, then also, these, these are Michael Bay movies. And I, I, you know, I didn't realize how Michael Bay these Michael Bay movies were upon further review because I really, I had not watched Bad Boys or Bad Boys 2, probably since Bad Boy 2, Bad Boys 2 had come out way back when, 15 or 17 years ago. And uh, yeah, upon further review, I was like, wow, these really are super duper Michael Bay. And I thought, you know, it was like, oh yeah, Michael Bay started getting bad after Bad Boys. I'm like, no, no, he's always been Michael Bay. Hey, things are getting boring. Let's blow some shit up. <laughs> hey. Let's make some inappropriate things happen. All right, look at this. I don't know. Maybe it's just the dad in me. Maybe maybe I'm just like I I'm judging things differently now. And I'm an old man and also a dad. It's like I I I'm rejudging stuff that I enjoyed when I was younger. I'm trying to think. There there was something else I popped in the other day here because all many times you know many times I'm spending time here with my son. It's like oh, I'm just gonna pop something on. And to, to, to pass the time here while, while I'm keeping my boy occupied. And uh, I there was some other movie I popped on. I'm like, wow, this did not age well either. I, I, I can't remember. My brain's not working. Yeah, I'm not working with a full set of cards lately. Uh, as all you dads keep telling me, sleep is a premium that, that <laughs> you don't always get. My, well, we, we, my wife, I've been working hard to, to sleep in shifts, but it, easier said than done. But something else that, you know, you know, something that I did still enjoy purely because it's ridiculous. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. I'm like, where is it? I, I got it here. I, I pulled this out of the archives. I was watching old Harvey Birdman here. That was still making me laugh. That, that was that, that was a different kind of silly I was looking for. Just silly, ridiculous mindlessness. That was still I, I was still getting some full belly laughs and catching stuff that I didn't catch. Way back when, so that that was that that was a good time. I'm, I'm trying to see what what what. There was another movie I popped on, and now just like, huh, like uh, 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 twenty year old me, because like I, I was going through my whole DVD collection. I was I've been trying. I was, I was going through my storage and, and pulling stuff out. So so, so my, my wife can have a lot more stuff to watch because she she's been here all day taking care of our son. So I've been trying to increase the repertoire or the the um, the availability of media here. And I'm going through my stuff. I'm like, oh my god! It's I'm like my whole DVD collection is a bunch of dumb guy movies. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, when I was buying all those movies, uh, all those back in the DVD was the primary format. Yeah, I was a dumb guy in my twenties. So yeah, a lot of that stuff is just like, oof. <laughs> just uh, not a lot of stuff that's conducive to the to the to, to the the female feelings of a female. <laughs> like real talk. I think my Blu-ray collection is a little bit better, but. Uh, that's that's a lot more stuff that's still in the in my other storage. I mean, it's it, it's been a rough go of it, but that th- thankfully uh, she she still has her HBO Go and her and her Hulu, so I'm sure she finds other stuff to watch via 
via streaming apps. But yeah, it's just like I'm, I'm taking stock of my of my my collection, so to speak, and I'm like, huh. It's it's really uh, it's really interesting when you go back and look at your at your own personal library of media, stuff that like you you may may or may not have watched in the last you know twenty years. Yeah, like uh, I think my, my wife was going through her like her, her media like she had a whole bunch of VHS tapes and then I think the other day she just got fed up she's like I'm just gonna get rid of all of these and one one of her friends is gonna just relieve us of her VHS collection but I was like I I'm I'm still keeping my my, my Star Wars VHS because that that's my only means of watching the the original trilogy the unaltered versions that I I, I so dearly love and all these people bitch about like oh no uh, I keep changing Star Wars I'm like I. The old ones still exist. I, I can still watch them. Those haven't been erased from existence. Uh, as long as I still got those uh, <laughs> those VHS ones, I'm still good. I, I can still access those in some way, shape, or form. Like, uh, or, or, that, that, oh, that, that was a great tweet I saw the other day where like people are bitching about reboots of cartoons. And it's like, you understand that that cartoon's not meant for you. It's meant for someone who's currently five years old. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they were rebooting Thundercats. Yeah, this Thundercats not for you. I'm like, oh, no, they ruined it. I'm like, no, they didn't ruin it. They, they, they modernized it for a child. <laughs> you are not a child. You can enjoy childish things, but you can't bitch about it. Go back. They all still exist. I, I have my OG Transformers G1 on DVD. I can always revisit those and go back and go, wow, there were some really tissue-thin plots back in the day. Woof. Hey, uh, Facebook crowd, y'all have been really quiet today. Uh, we, it's been 30 minutes and uh, n- nobody has a comment? I'm just I'm just curious. Those of you watching, uh, uh, are, are comments disabled today? Did I disable the comments? <laughs> are, is there something wrong here? Anybody home? As I like to say, it's a lot more fun when there's a little more interaction with my live audience. I mean, obviously, the people who are listening to the, the audio version later are those people on SoundCloud. You know, that, that's uh, they, they obviously can't interact with the show, but yeah, you know, I, there's at least three of you watching right now. Any comments? Nothing? I mean, you don't have to. I'm just curious. I, li- I like to have discussion and thought. Usually, I, I, you know, I normally have a cohort here to... to to banter back and forth, but uh, not, not today. Like, I was kind of counting on my live audience here. Anybody home? No one there? But uh, I guess uh, the last thing I'm going to uh, talk about in regards to the Oscars, I, I was kind of dancing around this one. It was funny because in the lead up to the Oscars, I, I, I oddly, I did not want uh, Joker to really win any. Uh, you would think uh, being the big nerd that I am, I would want a comic book movie. To, to, to be successful in the award shows. But uh, I, I don't consider Joker to be a comic book movie. It, it's, a, uh, it's a movie about a comic book character. But it, it, that movie, it's... Uh... Yeah, the comments aren't showing. Oh, see, I got a message from Kiet here. The comments are not showing. How weird. I, I, I don't know why the comments are not showing. How weird. I'm sure that means people have been commenting. And I have been... I cannot see them. Why? Why, why are there no comments? This is... This is whack, yo. Oh, I'm sorry. Then it's it's not it's not your fault, my my viewing audience. Uh, it's something is up with the with the Facebooks. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure after the fact, once I post this, I'll, I'll there'll be all these comments of people asking questions, and I have not been able to respond. I just got a, a Facebook message from uh, from the Corrections and Retractions Department, Kiev Fam, saying that he tried to comment, but it's not showing up. 
I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's some sort of a adjustment that needs to be made. I don't know if I clicked something wrong. Why are they not showing? Weird. Very weird. But as I was saying, I don't consider Joker uh, to be a, uh, a comic book movie. It's, it's, a, it's a movie with a comic book character, but that movie's about depression. That movie's about mental health. That movie's a... It's incredibly depressing. And as a, as a person who who's fought mental health for some reason, I don't know, I guess maybe just for me, it was, it was, it was kind of incredibly triggering for me. I, I When I watched I didn't enjoy it. It, it, it was not for me. Clearly, a, a billion dollars worth of people enjoyed that movie. But uh, it's just like, not, it's not my cup of tea. It's uh, just, uh, yeah, it was, it was a rough go. And for... And I, I, I don't, I've just been resistant to that film altogether. Just the, the one viewing that I had, I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't need to own this movie. I don't want to, I, much like The Room, I can go the rest of my life not watching that movie again. It was just, uh, I know some other people like to uh, tear it down because, oh, it's just uh, playing the Scorsese hits. It's Taxi Driver, but with a clown. It's, uh, yeah, it just, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, the, the, the performance of Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, that was a, yeah, he played a person fighting mental health incredibly well, and obviously well enough that he won the Best Actor Oscar uh, last night. And it's, it's funny, like I, was, I was telling my wife, oh, I hope that movie doesn't win anything, because I, I don't want this movie to be um, put up on a pedestal. Like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, it was a film, it was well made, but I mean, for people like me who fought depression, who fought crazy thoughts, who fought... Uh, all kinds of uh, unpleasant things in their head. Uh, it's ah, uh, it's a rough, it's a rough trip. It's it's not not a fun ride. Not not pleasant at all. It's it's very. It, it was a very unsettling movie for me. I, I I watched the whole thing. I didn't walk out of it, but it was just like I just kept like waiting to like. Is this? I'm like, where are we going here? Is this gonna be just pure sadness the whole way through? Yep, this crazy land, crazy town, not fun. But, yeah, Joaquin won the Best Actor, and yet, justifiably so, he, Best Actor, he did an amazing job. And uh, the speech that he gave, um, that, uh, and honestly, I think that turned me on, and then that, his speech that he gave was very heartfelt, and that's where it turned me around, or I'm glad he won. I'm like, you know what, I'm glad he won, because he clearly had some stuff he wanted to get off his chest, and I'm, I'm glad he did. I, some people have been trashing him and uh, for it, and other and many others have been praising him. Uh, and you can count me among those who, who would praise him. Like you know what, he wanted to, to use his platform for positivity. He wanted to you know try to make everybody understand. You know, all of our problems are human problems at the end of the day. Like like one one per, one set of problems is not more important than others. We all have to work towards the goal of being better as a whole human race. And I obviously I thought people really got triggered by that. People were like, "Wait, what? Are, my problem is more important than other problems." And that, that that's a whole another set of issues there. But yeah, it was like because everyone's and I felt bad for him because everyone kept clapping. He's like, "Nah, motherfuckers, you're cutting my time. Let me finish. I'm I'm gonna need you to let me finish. I'm trying to get to the full point here." And it was like everyone's like, you know, because people say, "Oh, Hollywood, oh, the lib- liberal Hollywood." You know, it's like, oh, that's like the. the the base of liberals and, uh, and everyone's and obviously the majority of people there were, were supporting his message. And I was like, yo, let, and then he kept like, he's like, stop. He's like, kept saying like, stop, stop clapping. Let me, 
let me do a complete full speech without clapping. <laughs> like they can, I'm sure they can clap all they want at the end, but it's like when when this speech gets replayed, there's gonna be all those awkward applause breaks in the middle that that, that were not intended by, by 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 Mr. Phoenix, and it just and then it yeah, and what really broke my heart at the end is like he he brought up his 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 his, his poor departed brother River. And he made a, a a quote about it. I'm like, damn. And I was like, brilliant. And then my wife was asking me, like, didn't he have, like, wasn't his brother River Phoenix? I'm like, yeah, that that was his brother. And damn, it was just, uh, it was like, because she had asked, like, just, like, a minute before he, he brought up River. And it was just, damn. It's very emotional, emotional speech given by, by Joaquin. It's like, I was like, it's cool. You know what? The fact that there's, a, there's an Oscar associated with Joe Gamora, you know, that's fine. Because, he deserved it on on many levels for that and for for that crazy ass performance it was it was very well acted he he embodied a crazy person for me personally yeah just oof. too many raw nerves were kind of hit with, with with that movie too many just like nope don't nah not pleasant don't like it i can go through the rest of my life without watching that movie again seriously yeah, beyond that, uh, overall Oscars, you know, just a lot of wacky stuff. Uh, they had the 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 uh, actually it was uh, the Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. Everyone's focusing on their outfits, but their the, their bit was pretty funny. I I missed the Will Ferrell bit that he did with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Apparently, they they did some sort of bit that they didn't know what cinematography was. Uh, I, I missed that bit. And the the whole no host thing is like like a part of it. Is like I guess technically it was supposed to speed things up, but they had to keep. Uh, the irony was like getting rid of the host, like oh, supposed to cut out things, but they had to keep going to presenters to present the presenters. <laughs> All right, let's go to this person who's not the host, and they're going to present the presenters because someone has to present them. <laughs> they they can't, uh, I guess for whatever reason they can't just do the disembodied voice of someone like or <laughs> disembodied freaking uh, announcement voice. And now here is you know, Oscar Isaac and Salma Hayek. And if you saw on Twitter, I said there was entirely too much sexiness going on on the stage all at once. You put the handsome Oscar Isaac next to the gorgeous Salma Hayek, you're just going to short people out, honestly. Good Lord. The cute line where like Salma grabs Oscar's hand and says, this is the closest I'm ever going to hold holding an Oscar. I, just, I thought that was cute and adorable, but still. Too much sexiness going on. My God. Oh, be still my heart. Yes, I have a man crush on Oscar Isaac. Live with it and deal with it. Beyond that, yeah, the Oscars. Uh, it was. Uh, I was. I was um, surprised this morning when I read uh, that this was the, the lowest rated Oscars. I guess the, the 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 ratings for the Oscar telecast have been plummeting over time. I get. I guess people just don't care about watching them. Uh, I asked my brother uh, today, like, uh, did, you, did you watch the Oscars? He's like, nope. I just kept up with it on social media, just as things were announced. You know, just up. Uh, I, and I guess maybe that's the attitude for most people. There, there's no need to watch the three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour telecast uh, that that just meanders. Like, I guess at some points it kind of meanders on for some people. Uh, I can't realize, man, I feel bad for the audience. That audience is just sitting on ass for so long. Uh, the, 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 I think uh, during the news, they're, they're, they're cutting away, or in the news afterwards, they're cutting away to some of the people like, oh, oh I'm glad I wasn't invited. It's so much more fun to be, just be here at the party and not be stuck there sitting in a chair. <laughs> And I, I I can see the merit in that in that comment. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense to you know, not being trapped at the Dolby Theater and having them 
try to get out of that madness or be stuck there for three and a half hours of of pontificating. Uh, I, I know Jai he had a very some very pointed comments about what the Oscars has, has degenerated into, and uh, I'd say he's he's not wrong. I mean, it's still enjoyable. Like, I, I love movies. I don't love movies as much as Doug Benson does, but I still love movies. I still love the the, the, the medium of movies. That it's still something that, that I still enjoy to this day and I'm sure to the end of my days I will still enjoy the medium of movies but I feel like the way I enjoy movies is constantly evolving as I become a crabbier old man <laughs> so I think it's at that point especially I can't see your guys' comments if anyone's commenting this uh, this is unfortunate uh, I'll see if I can I'll go into the Facebook and see why why is there no comments this is awkward alright so as always, you can always follow us at DreGB Podcast. That works on Twitter. That works here on Facebook. That works on Instagram. On all of the, the, those major social media platforms at DreGB Podcast. Yeah, I've been tweeting a lot. It's, uh, that, 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 that Twitter is fun now for me. I'm, I'm having fun with it. Um, you can find us me there. You can find uh, uh, Daddy <laughs> Daddy updates on Instagram. Uh, I've been posting up some fun dad updates of, of my, my my journey as a father on there. And then uh, you can always catch um, old episodes and all, all the current episodes of our show on YouTube. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube. There's a bunch of stuff there. I've also been doing some, uh, some other gaming videos. Uh, some of them are in, in, in related to my work. There, there's a bunch of stuff going up there as well. Just check it out. I've been doing, a, doing, some, fun stu- doing some fun stuff there. Dre's Geek Philosophy on YouTube. As always, we have a Patreon if you want to help support the show. Want to make it a little bit easier for us to pay all the backend stuff because a lot of stuff is not free. You know, ho- hosting a podcast and keeping all the episodes up so people can find them is not free. So, patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy or just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy podcast on Patreon. Uh, I'm not asking for you guys to give me like 20 bucks a month. If you could spare a dollar a month or a couple, or you could be awesome like Daniel Wong. He, he contributes five bucks a month. Uh, that that goes a long way to helping me pay for the uh, SoundCloud account. And then at some point, I'm going to have money to upgrade some of the equipment here. It that that the constantly needs upgrades. I mean, sometimes when when this uh, uh, camera holder breaks or when this microphone stops working, I I'm, I've already gone through one microphone. I'm on, I'm on the backup microphone now. Uh, it's a uh, the, the stuff. Uh, Stuff isn't made to last. It's it's quite unfortunate. It's not like the olden days when when a company would make something that would last you twenty years. Nowadays they they, they build stuff for it to fall apart within a year or two. So that way you can go get the new one. Bullshit, I say. Bullshittery. Um, thank you for watching. And oh yeah, you can always go to my Etsy shop if you want to support us directly. Etsy. Uh, dot com forward slash shop forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Lots of fun stuff on there. At some point when. Uh, I have some free time. <laughs> I'm going to add some more stuff on there. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Drazy Philosophy. We'll be back here next week live, as usual, on Monday night. Probably be late again. We're parents now. Hey, it's chaos here in our little cat house. A one-year-old. Oh, not one-year-old. One-month-old. You see? My brain doesn't even work. I have daddy brain. This is insane. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And hopefully next week I can see comments. I gotta figure that out. Have a good night. And audio listeners, uh, yeah, have a good one. Peace.